and welcome to Anomaly Presents, the podcast that's going to give you an idea of the mayhem that's in store for you November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Cinema Theater in Rochester, New York. This is episode two, and because it's episode two, we're doing a sequel. What happens in a sequel? You built the world, you have the background, let's go play in it. What else happens? You have a bigger cast. So let's introduce... Our cast for episode two, Gremlins 2, the new batch. It's the co-collaborators, co-conspirators of the Anomaly uh, Film Festival. Starting on my left. Hi, I'm Matt DeTurk. I'm Adam Lubito. Kristen Pogpacheco, back at it again. <laughs> Aaron Murphy, first time here. Thank you so much, long time listener. <laughs> Megan Murphy, collaborators? <gasps> <laughs> uh, Magnus Champlin, also a collaborator, I guess. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I threw in conspirator too. Does that work? Oh, no, actually, yes. Yeah, I, that's at the docks. I thought, right, exactly. Yeah, we're in an undisclosed meeting place. Yeah, yeah that's a choice I made. Yeah, in an old factory, abandoned yes. warehouse on the dark side of town. Yeah, Toontown's just on the other side of the. Wrong movie. Wrong movie. <laughs> Wrong movie. So, Gremlins to the new batch. What happens? <laughs> what doesn't happen? <laughs> yes. What, when, when Steven Spielberg and Joe Dante just get to make the movie that they kind of feel like making, and Joe Dante gets complete creative control, you get heaven. You get heaven. You get a two-hour-long Looney Tunes movie <laughs> with Apps. sound effects and all. Yes. So where do we want to start? I mean, I kind of want to hear like Megan summarize what this movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Y'all yeah. looked at me. <laughs> Good luck. Well. Okay, so it's a movie that, it's a sequel that's uh, actually commenting on being a sequel. And it's a movie that's almost making fun of the movie it was before, which I love. So it's, it's this idea of like, let's take this idea and make it bigger and better. We don't need that small little town anymore. It's going to be in New York City. We don't need like one little like Mogway. We're going to have a bunch of little messed up ones. And then we're going to have a building full of gremlins <laughs> jacked up on DNA so they're all different. So Rick Baker will want to come and design like a sexy gremlin and a spider gremlin mm -hmm. and a bat into a gargoyle gremlin and an electricity gremlin. And there's frozen yogurt and Dick Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and a Dracula doing the news. That's a good summary. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it gets much better than that. That is the best plot synopsis. Wait. I think that was actually on the box of the, the, the back of the VHS. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, and I, a musical I, number. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go, Aaron. Number. Yeah. Yes. So, the movie starts in New York City, right? We've left uh, Kingston Falls. Kingston Falls right. behind. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Well yeah. played. So, <laughs> let, let's set the table here. Adam is our resident gremlinologist. Ooh. So, it might be too much pressure, but. Too late. I, I have been. Long time obsessive, yes. I mean, we've literally got your action figures here on the table. So. That's my, my vintage Gremlins 2 figures. They're, they're figurines. They're collectible yes. figurines. <laughs> He's classy. <laughs> <laughs> we're all looking at him. Hey, guys, we're all yeah, looking at him. Like, let me create a word picture visual, for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we start out in New York City, and Billy and Kate are on their way to their new job at the Clamp Corporation in the big Clamp building, right? who may or may not be an analog for somebody that actually exists. Yeah, t uh, Ted Turner. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> We're all talking about Ted Turner. Exactly. It's kind of an amalgamation yeah. of like Donald Trump, Ted Turner. He was colorizing film, yeah. so yeah. There's, yeah. The, there's the Turner. And you get into a giant 
autonomous building that's run pretty much by robots. Is that right? I would say it's the best character in the film. It has the best lines. I was going to say, it's it does have the there. sharpest writing. Yeah. Oh, it never stops. It's beautiful. Actually, I think it starts, though. It starts in the, the curio shop. Yeah, you're right. Where we have our, our anchor from the first film. We have, like, the old man who, who runs. Like the, so, wait, did his did Billy's dad go to New York City to get Gizmo? Did they ever establish well, it, that? It, it's the same same business. Yeah, so, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be the same business. Yeah, because yeah. so. he was off on some business trip. Oh, so, so it could have been yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're driving. cool movie. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe one of my, my first the first to... bits of business that's fantastic is, of course. So you know, you know, you have your your, your, your traditional like curio shop owner, and then in comes uh, not Clamp, but of course he's too rich for that. He sends in like his uh, his guy Robert Picardo. Picardo, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's in the Burbs. He's in uh, Inner Space. Dante yeah. likes him. And uh, you have, like, the business guys come in and be like, you know, obviously, Mr. Clamp, uh, it sets up that Mr. Clamp wants to buy that shop because it's the last holdout before he can build his, like, big Chinatown technological wonder. But, you know, Mr. Clamp wants to have his own say, so they wheel in a TV with a VCR and put a tape in, mm-hmm. and there's Mr. Clamp talking... <laughs> And it's personalized too. Actually, oh, yeah. Mr. Clamp is not just a random thing. It's oh, like, no, no. hey, buddy, you know, it's it's all about you. And oh my god. Yeah, yeah no, it's fantastic. It really sets up the Clamp character that, like, he figures like this is a pretty good sale. Like, if I, this is as personal as I get for, at this point. You know, I brought I brought a TV, and it's it just it's just it's like this perfect setup of how technologically separated he is, but still in a very not in an evil way, just in a like he figures this is the better way instead of just he's in the same city. He could have just driven there and talked, but that's not his style. He's like proto Silicon Valley in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. If, if he can do it, might as well. Yeah, he <laughs> he predates Elon Musk. Yeah, right? oh, yep, 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 yep. I mean, so much of like the building also made me think of that. Like, I was surprised how timely. It was in terms of like they even I think they say a smart building at one point mm-hmm. something yeah, like that, that. Yeah. yeah and I was like holy crap I was like I was just I was shocked that like we're still having these tech problems today yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for it's not an exaggeration joke it's you know the Golf Channel's real now it's not one of the jokes like the Archery Channel that Which is used here I think is also a channel oh yeah. it's it's fantastic it, it I, uh, yeah. It, it, you know, it's a it's a it's a movie that laid out the future and we just were too dumb to understand it. Was it that we were too dumb or too entertained? Yeah, well, here's the thing. In this metaphor, we're the gremlins. Fair point. So, of course, we're not going to recognize ourselves. Let's be honest. The gremlins are people. They want society. They're all these different kinds of people now. We love frozen yogurt. We love watching TV. We want to be on TV. Who among us hasn't been mistaken for a rat? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We shouldn't eat after midnight or bad things happen. <laughs> Some of us, we just, yeah. well, <laughs> the only the only rule that needs to apply is the water. We <laughs> people do need to shower. <laughs> That's That's right. well, before we get too much farther, there is a connection between our first episode and this episode. Mm, yes, Archie Han, who is one of the juicy fruits in *Fam of the Paradise*, he's one of the security guys uh, in that security scene where they're all making fun of the rules. Which is another thing this movie does really well is like it's a sequel that's like we're gonna make fun of those. It's that conversation everyone had after *Gremlins* is like, well, I mean, isn't it midnight somewhere always? Or was it you know? So you have the movie commenting on that, but Archie Han is one of the, he's the one who says that like, it's always midnight somewhere and then a gremlin comes out of the council and bites his face. <laughs> Which I thought was a genius piece. By the oh. way, first episode was Phantom of the Paradise. If you haven't heard it, when you finish this one, yeah. please do go back. Go on over. You won't regret it. Probably. So, a good point though. Tons of weird cameos. 
Uh, John Aston. That's the one I was going to point out. Yeah. You should have seen how excited I was to see that Jerry Goldsmith, the composer of the score, shows up as a Froyo customer. And it's his wife, too. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's wonderful. I mean, Joe Dante's in the film. He plays a director in the film he's directing. (laughs) It's fantastic. I, I could do an hour on how much I love Joe Dante just in general. Uh, you and have that's one yeah. of the reasons why. <laughs> Leonard Moulton reading his review, his, yep, his, yep. his negative his, review of the first Gremlins film, getting attacked and eaten by Gremlins. <laughs> I did love, I read somewhere that apparently he gave Gremlins to three stars. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that I'm in it and it's better, but I don't make the rules. <laughs> but still not a perfect movie. Yeah. Like, well, it could have been better. I have to give him credit. Yeah, He's absolutely. like, you know what? Yeah, get, let the Gremlins eat me. Let's do this. You know what? Five more minutes, one more star. Malton had just two more lines. He would have bought himself another star. Yeah, but I do love how much this movie like comments on itself and like pokes fun at the previous movie, which also apparently I was reading somewhere. Apparently Spielberg and Chris Columbus were not fans of that. Joe Dante was saying that they did not care for the fact that he was poking fun and making you know light of the last one and not treating it as seriously. Fascinating, because this is yeah, I thought was fascinating. I thought they would be yeah. Totally cool with this that, is but what apparently, apparently not so much. <laughs> well, I mean, like, what a great position Joe Dante was in that people rarely get is they were, the studio was begging him to do a Gremlins sequel for years. Yeah. Like, because this was such a, the Gremlins was such a giant hit. And he was like, why do I want to make the same film? Because that's what most sequels are, the exact same film. He was in the perfect position, like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Until they, like, backed up a truck and said, here's money, you can do whatever you want, just make this for us? Yeah, they like, gave like, something like three times the budget of the original, and they were like, just make us something. The only requirement is it has gremlins in it. Yeah, I was Do like, whatever you want. Joe Dante called a shot. He's like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's what you want. And he made this, which is like the movie he wanted to make. It was mm-hmm. almost like, now that these years between you know, gremlins and this, I can comment on what gremlins were and how it affected culture. Like, damn. And I think what really set the tone, and I noticed this when I watched it, was the uh, title sequence for the, uh, it was Warner Brothers, right, with uh, Bugs Bunny and Donald. Yeah, Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck. It, oh. it starts with a literal Looney Tunes it's, cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you hear through it the literal tune sound effects that happen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, and, say, and it ends with a, that's all, folks. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He's letting you know. He's like, I'm making a cartoon. Enjoy. It might have been my imagination, but I feel like those sound effects kind of ramped up over the course of the movie. Oh, like, yeah. you oh, didn't you really definitely. get them for the first half hour. Oh, yeah. And then by the second hour, it's just a straight-up Looney Tunes movie. Yep. Like, all the boings, all the horns, <laughs> mm-hmm. doors open and close like Star Trek doors. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah. yeah it, it's an hour of restraint where it's like, oh, yeah, it's a Gremlins movie. And then he gets to, the, mm-hmm. like, the, the middle of the second act. He's like, ah, fooled you. And I was about to say, like, all that plot is in the beginning. Like, oh, we're set. Oh, hey. Hey, it's the young couple we knew. Oh, they're in New York. Oh, that's a sequel. It's making bigger. I get it. I get, oh, they're in this, the, this uh, building. I get the stakes. No, you don't. You have no idea what's about to go on. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I got excited and I hit the microphone. <laughs> it's the first one. It's okay. So, yeah, that's kind of where we are. The, the first hour is just setting the table, and then the second hour turns the whole goddamn thing over. Yeah. It, it, the genetic mutations and, oh, God. Oh, my God. With that, like... I, I freaking love Christopher Lee oh. walking down the hallway and the red and green light on him. It's like, all, I was just so happy about the, it. The whole design of Splice O Life Incorporated. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, was it designer? G- oh, it was fantastic. Uh, it know, the movie knows its tone. And it's him going like, oh, here's some sci-fi nonsense that I love. And I put Christopher Lee in it. You're welcome. 
And I love that he shows up holding the, the pod from oh, Invasion of the Body yeah, Snatcher. Yeah, just holding it. Like, doesn't say anything about it. He yep. just has it. Or that whole thing like, oh, I think my, was it, I think my, ra- no, was it, um, oh, malaria, oh, it's just rabies. Like, he's getting, like, germs in the mail and he's upset it's not deadly. <laughs> They're on back order. They're on back order. I already have rabies. I already have rabies. <laughs> Just give me that disgusting tissue. Oh. And just, yeah. I was like, Ugh, yeah, we're not even handling this properly. Did yep. anyone teach you science? Well, he likes to have fun with it. You know, he doesn't need all those rules and regulations. Do you want tomato gremlins? Because that's how you get tomato gremlins. <laughs> yes. I want tomato gremlins. <laughs> or I do Danic. like how it has like a weird sort of affection for its characters. Oh, yeah. I feel like aside from Dr. Catheter... <laughs> Um, I every- forgot his name's Dr. Catherine. Yeah. It's like everyone, like even we talked about Clamp a little bit, like yeah. the, you could see how like he could have been like this megomaniacal villain. But I feel like because he was played by John Glover, yeah. he's like, you're sort of endeared by his, like, he's clearly enthusiastic and he just, yeah. he means well. Yeah. And he's so excited about all of his terrible ideas that it, in the end it's endearing. And you're like, well, oh, he was you're super excited when he comes in and meets Billy talking about drawing. He's like, look at this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's yeah. like sincerely excited to see a drawing of the building and then yeah. the tree conversation again about LMG, something yeah. else. But he generally wins you over in every scene. He's smiling. He's, he's like happily there. So I, I totally agree. I just say that my favorite of all of the clamp like nonsense is absolutely his secret exit through like the tree outside. Like I just I fucking love that so much. I was like, I want that from every building. There's a lot of nonsense, but there's like there's only one entrance and exit out of here. And I'm like, who? What fire codes? Did did, was this predated? And you didn't have to go back and add. This is a large building, (laughs) and you have one extra exit for yourself. (laughs) Well, I feel like now I need to. Now we're talking about the, the DNA. So, you know, I think that's one of the, the, the next level of this movie is, okay, we have our gremlins, but we've got to take it up a notch. And that's part of the reason uh, they were able to get Rick Baker to do the effects this time around is, at first he was like, I don't want to because I'll just be doing somebody else's work. But they're like, you can make any gremlin you want because we're going to get DNA up in there. And, and, and so, like, you have this, uh, this amazing sequence where you have the gremlins basically, in, like, injecting themselves with DNA and you get this, like, gorgeous it's it's like the wonders of life you you know you, you're bat gremlin and, and of course my favorite the brain gremlin tony randall i don't know where he got the jacket and he has a pipe mm-hmm. and stuff but he has them and he's ready to and this is my favorite part like say why gremlin should exist and how like they just want that piece of pie too that's all. They just want civilization. Civilization. Uh, the Geneva Convention. Susan Sontag. <laughs> like, that's his list. <laughs> Well, that was, I mean, in the first Gremlins, you see that like within the first day, they're doing their own sort of deeds. Mm. They're like, there's a bartender, there's people like doing work, like mopping the they thing. They have jobs. They have jobs. A in the day first in. Day. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I thought the next incarnation of Gremlins is even more. He's explaining. is like, yeah, there's like that sort of people too yeah, idea. Gremlins so. are people. Mm-hmm. Like they're just trying to copy what they see and make it their own. It's not their fault that they're just like extra enthusiastic about it. I think they could run New York pretty well. Well, at night. Look, look at <laughs> you know it's, it's gremlins and vampires at night. Mm, of course, that's the, <laughs> the night belongs to gremlins and vampires and the occasional chud. 
So do we know how many gremlins, uh, like different variations there were in that? I mean, like I said, there's brain, there's a, there's a boatload of them. I mean, I love it. Yes. I, I, I could have, you know, I would love to see more. Like I want the concept book, yeah. like how oh, many yeah. other ones they had. Cause yeah. Cause I have to imagine like those crowd scenes. I have to imagine that's like peppered with all kinds of other. Yeah. There's gotta be like, never even got a good look at which yeah. ones got rejected. Yeah. Someone goes like, yeah. no, no, we'll leave that guy. Let's put a vegetable guy in. None got rejected. None, none none got rejected. <laughs> As seen in the key and peel sketch. Yeah, that nice, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what you were working towards. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> Star Magic Jackson Jr. I know what should have gotten rejected. Oh, here it comes. Oh. All right. The spider gremlin was unnecessary. No. <laughs> I understand what? why some people feel it's needed. But as a hater of... I, I don't hate spiders. You hate spiders. <laughs> <laughs> don't lie to these good people. <laughs> the thing... I, oh, no, no, it's nightmare fuel. It's, and that's actually what I was going to say about that is what... <laughs> Well, I also, I mean, it's Joe Dante, of course, but I, what I kind of love about it is even though it is a Gremlins film and it's very much a nonsense cartoon, but also in that case, there's some really fun, horrific elements in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not at all remember the arms coming out of the elevator, like grabbing. Um, and I was like, yeah, I was like, holy crap. I was like, this is actually legitimately like terrifying that the silhouetted, um, uh, they, thank you, Marla silhouetted in the spider web. I was like, yeah. this is a horror movie. I was like, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I made a mistake of watching it again last night at 1130 and <laughs> having, to, having to scrub through some parts because I couldn't oh. do it and then having nightmares. So, yeah, thanks, guys. I think Joe Dante like respects the source material. And he's like, yeah. I, I get to, I mean, he cut his teeth uh, editing trailers for Roger Corman. So he knows how to like take all these like de- like separate pieces and make it of his own. So I think he's like, I got to do a little horror movie. I got to do a comedy film. I got action. Yeah. And each of those elements is treated with respect and done very well from somebody who knows how to observe and create his own version of it. But I do want to say I respect the artistry <laughs> okay, of the spider. Um, Rick Baker is amazing and I respect his work a lot because it was effective and that's why I dislike it so much and have for all my entire life because those teeth on that dang thing damn thing you know I'm gonna curse that the teeth on that fucking thing yeah. are so well done. it's yeah. so unnecessary but so good because it's effective so I just want to say out there he's one on the record I just want on the record that I respect the artistry I get why it's there I just hate it and that's why I don't want it there duly noted too it's, good it's actually, at its job yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's actually one of the reasons I, it's hard to go back and watch the first Gremlins because I love the design of Gizmo from the second one and all the other Gremlins. It's like, oh, the first one is, I mean, nice, fun, but the second one is one of my favorite movies just for the character design, creature mm-hmm. design. It's like, I love good creature design and they really went all out for, I mean, they made a massive Gizmo head just to make sure they get the eyes and the motion right and they wanted to have much more of a, like endearing little character because now they have other, yeah. I mean, they had the other Gremlins or other Mogwai in this one here. So we had um, everything from the wobbly-eyed guy to George the Scout one well, and everything well, else. Well, so. it, was, it was George and Lenny. You know, George and Lenny, yep. Right? And yeah. then you have like the, the Daffy Duck one. <laughs> and then later, I swear to God, there's one that just straight looks like um, Edward G. Robinson. No. Oh, yeah. I mean, See, yeah. 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 Watch through. There's a gremlin that looks like Edward G. I think at one point he has a cigar in his mouth. <laughs> nope. Yes. And I'll guarantee you, like, someone's like, I'm just going to throw it in there. I'm just going to throw like, it in not? there. Why not? Yeah. If you don't think Joe Dante ordered the Edward <laughs> G. Robinson <laughs> gremlin. <laughs> well, I tell you this. He's like, Dick Miller's in this film again. Because nobody messes with Murray Futterman. Yes. And oh, like I love that hero moment. I love that there's like this little storyline about like PTSD. Like he's yep. like this this poor man, a war vet, 
who was already having trouble in the first one. And then like those things came back. He's the one who's like, no, gremlins are real. They came back and he's been like just trying to like function. But now he gets his moment when that that damn fat gremlin with the, the sunscreen is like, oh, no, it can go outside. And he like he faces it head on and throws it in the concrete and it becomes a gargoyle. Is that not beautiful? <laughs> I love Is how it not- knew. It was like, well, yeah. I'm going to be dead anyways. Yeah. Let me fly up here. <laughs> he made a choice. And say, I will be memorialized for forever. <laughs> yeah. Let me at least look cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he has this like legitimate moment of triumph. And, you know, because I love Dick Miller anyway. But I'm like, yeah, you, you, you take that. I feel like it's impossible not to love Dick Miller and Murray Futterman. Well, I feel like just you're such... a suspect if, if you don't. That's all, that's all I'm yeah. saying. Hmm. Like, look, you have free will, but... Hmm. He's the everyman. He, he is. He, he is you in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're all Murray Futterman, if we're lucky. Certainly not Billy Peltzer. Oh, that's, that poor bastard. <laughs> the story kind of happens to him. He's, I think, when they're writing it, he was the least interesting part. They're like, oh, crap, he was the lead of the first one, so I guess he's got to be here. But, like, the movie would rather it be Clamp yeah. Yeah. and the Dracula. Yeah. He might as well have been named Pete Catalyst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the movie even gets a little bored of Gizmo. Yeah. I was yeah, just going to. Yeah. I, I Going back to my reading of Joe Dante interviews, Joe Dante fucking hates the character of Gizmo. <laughs> Apparently, it goes the original Gremlins, Gizmo was supposed to turn into Mohawk and supposed to be like the leader of the evil Gremlins. There was no so supposed to be no and good. And Spielberg was like, no, we wa- I want this cute, adorable mm. guy. And then it kind of took off, and so Joe Dante fucking hates Gizmo, which I feel like explains why Gizmo spends most of this movie getting tortured. Torture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad when that's happening. Oh, okay. he's, he's fine. Yeah, I, mean, he, he, I know. He came out stronger in the end. He did, Rambo style, I understand. <laughs> the like, photocopier, I think, is my favorite. favorite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so dumb and so funny. And at the end, where like, Les Clamp turns to him and he says... Hey, you know, you know what I see when I see him? It's gonna sound weird, but I, I see like little little toy with suction cups up against the wall. <laughs> I was like, oh crap. <laughs> and yet that's what financed this movie. It's like oh, I think yeah. it's Dante oh, sure. dealing with this, like, damn it. Like, like mm-hmm. I'll guarantee you, Gizmo is what sold the first movie and why people buy all the stuff. It's oh, why sure. I can do this film, but also I hate him. <laughs> I 100 percent had Gizmo footy pajamas when I was oh, yeah. a kid. Well, when you're a kid, Gizmo's great. He was awesome. Yeah. I still think Gizmo's great. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he pointed I to the to my toy, yeah. <laughs> Howie Mandel's favorite, favorite like, best work. Mm-hmm. Meh, I can't argue. We should talk about your other figurine, though. So you have a Gizmo, and then you yes. have like the We're breakout getting, yes. star breakout. of this film. Greta Gremlin. Greta Gremlin. The luscious, iconic, sultry, sultry Greta Gremlin, who gets her man in the end. Yeah, she does. She does. <laughs> She, she knows does. what she wants. Yeah, and she right. goes after it. And Robert Cardo's like, that. you know what? I give it's, in. It's going to be a while. Might as well, you know, how's this? see how this goes. She's going to rock your world, buddy. Consent, man. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you see her calves? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she is hitting on him and he's, you know, not having it. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, it's going to be a while. I'm going to give into this and just puts that, that goofy look on his face and slips on down. I was like, that can mean a lot of, lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> but Tina, does he get married? That's the question. She's in a wedding gown. She's I prepared. think that really means yeah. one thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if you can't be with the one you love, honey, love the one you're with. Oh. Even if it's a gremlin. I do feel like there's a little bit of Miss Piggy to her. Which oh, I kind of yes. Like. oh, yes. yes. No, that's literally what I was going to say. She yeah. Just yeah. even goes like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <in the way. laughs> 
Those lips are everything. Oh my God. <laughs> everything. She has genetic ruby red lips. Like if they could sell that, <gasps> Clamp could sell that. <laughs> it would be a very weird world if they could sell that. <laughs> I feel the real me now. <laughs> Fashion icon, Greta Gremlin. Right? Uh, I'm, yeah. There's a great. reason why. The I want to live in that world. The, the entire music number ends with her. They know they have a star. Like the Smurfette of Gremlins. God. <laughs> Literally. There's, there's another lady. Well, maybe. We don't know. The feminist icon we, yes. <laughs> we need. Yes. You know what gremlins need? They need a little more of a feminine touch. Yeah, just a little. Yes, a little. But for feminine is still fairly aggressive in the gremlin world, which I yeah. appreciate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. This, speaking of ending the musical number with her, this does also make me pine that we do not have more like horror monster musicals uh, like there yeah. are some there are a couple but like in this case i was like Tough one listen to pull off. all day i would listen to like <laughs> gremlins doing like musical numbers oh like all about it how did like, they not release that concept album <laughs> so you want the great muppet caper with gremlins actually yes yeah. that's pretty much what i want like at one point they're walking through times square and there's a chorus line like billboard up and i was like yes yeah. license it print it put it put it in the movie <laughs> <laughs> and like, speaking of feminist icons can we talk about marla for a while holy shit yes. i can't believe we've made it this long without bringing up the iconic marla oh my god <laughs> business woman capital b capital w <laughs> Fashion with that giant gold brooch about the size of her face, and I think there's a face. It is on a face. It. it is a face. Right? <laughs> you think I didn't pause the movie just to look at that again? I was like, oh, fire ma'am. red hair, smoking, 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 and she always business, willing to like even like, hey Billy, I thought you were useless, but now Clamp thinks you're cool, so let's go have a Canadian themed dinner together. Like she was on it. I love Marla. I think she's supposed to be negative, and I do not care. But I don't, I don't entirely think so. What? Yeah, she I does think... have kind of a happy ending. Like her and Clamp, kind of like, oh, they get yeah. each other's energy. She's well, she's either gonna be good for him or like we're all we're all screwed. Actually, yeah. she he doesn't need that focus. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! So, yeah, so credit uh, actress Heveland Morris. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. Oh, yeah. But also, I feel like even the way the sort of little plot line about like the jealousy between Kate and Billy and oh, Marla. Yeah. Like the way that resolves is so kind of adult that yeah. there's, no, he sets up like you expect like this fight about it or right, something. Right. And they just sort of like Kate confronts her when she's in the spider web and they just sort of talk yeah. it out like, and they accept and like, okay. And then they help each other. I was like, I kind of respect that. Maybe we just need more spider grumlin therapy. Like exactly. I think a lot Maybe of stuff that's like the real message yeah. here. Yes. <laughs> like you really get to see what matters no. when you're wrapped up in a spider gremlin web. No, like, but, but from both Aaron and negative. I, no, no, negatory. <laughs> it's experimental therapy. Not everyone's ready for it. Yeah, you trapped in a web. You can't leave. No, nope. talk it out. No, no. See, see, no. but you understand. You understand the concept. It's an easy concept. Negative. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna workshop it. Without me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to another variety of gremlin. I, I don't know if it's just me, but electricity gremlin. I don't know. I feel a little bad for electricity gremlin. Yeah. He spends the, like the whole time on hold. <laughs> and then at the end, he just wants to go back and like be, be with, with his, his, his yeah. people. And he ends up killing Kill. them all. Like, yeah. Oh, he really is the tragic gremlin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah. I kind of remember feeling a little bit I'm like, oh, he's a tragic figure. <laughs> Well, I read that that was like, that wasn't even the intended ending. The first ending was they were going to fill the building with concrete. 
but they, they realized that would cost too much money. And to be honest, I think that's a darker ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So th- that was like, they're like, oh my God, how are we going to, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? Electricity gremlin. Because with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, nope. Nailed it. Nope. Good thing you have the equipment. Or <laughs> <laughs> you're off the podcast. That's why I'm here. They're my toys. Plus, then we also get the insane goo like of the whole thing. Uh, like, like, oh, it's so amazing. Like, it's so disgusting. I don't know if you guys I know my it. feelings about horror goo. Yeah, no, Do it's tell. my favorite thing. It. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag horror goo. It's my favorite thing. Like watching, like say, like a uh, creep show too. The raft. That's horror goo. Uh, like uh, the stuff. That's oh. white horror goo. The blob. It's entirely horror goo, but pink, so it's pretty. This is the most actually like. Why have I not put this together? This is totally like Megan's mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, I like I, li- I like my horror like visceral novel like. <laughs> Which is the opposite of my entire life. So. <laughs> I like horror that you can feel you get yeah. under your fingernails. Oh, there's there's yeah, literally the part between your fingers. Oh yeah, there's a part where uh, was it Kate's falling through the elevator and oh, then yeah. it just all like all that goo and I'm like thank God for seeing continuity that they did not leave her covered in goo because I don't know if I could have gotten through that <laughs> but it was so gross I think I like <laughs> could you imagine if she spent the rest of the movie looking like Ghostbusters too right <laughs> oh, Ghostbusters too oh, rivers of goo. <laughs> I think that's How important. is that not the subtitle for that movie? Let's put a pin in that for right. a second. And, 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 it, and it tells you the truth. Like, horror goo is what you make of it. You could fill it with hate or you could fill it with love. I want nothing more than Megan's, like, top ten horror goos. Oh, okay. Like, let me, let me get happen. back on Twitter. <laughs> At Quai Not, give me a day. I will absolutely, I will hashtag it horror goo. You'll always see other stuff I've watched that I've hashtagged horror goo. Surprise. <laughs> This won't be my first time using this hashtag. Also, coming soon to the Anomaly merch store. <laughs> Horror goo t-shirts. Yeah, well, I've always wanted to get, like, just a tub of Ultra Slime at some point. I just, and just, like, dip in. Hell I just, yes. Yeah, right? Okay, good. We'll make that happen. Yes. Guys, Anomaly has to happen because in the five-year anniversary, we're going to roll a tub of Ultra Slime onto the stage, and I will be in it. What we should do. <laughs> every year, it's just escalating amounts of slime. Oh, so we'll this year, it's just a little tub. Oh, okay. I have then, to earn it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to earn that horror goo. Well, no, it's just multiplying on its own. <gasps> yes. We're creating a mythos. You may have to feed it. Good. Yeah. Like a sourdough starter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shoot for the stars. If you talk in the theater, we're going to feed you to the ultra slime. Hi. Oh, hi. Could you come with us for a second? We just have to talk about something. Hey, we got a a seat free. (laughs) Oh, my nightmare. (laughs) Why are my feet sticking to the floor? We are now an ASMR podcast. (laughs) I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Orgo. So we talked before about the building being a character. What are your favorite lines from Clamp Tower? Oh, well, um, this is less the tower and more the video for the end of days that Clamp so proudly puts on because he is, you know, planned for all possible things. And it's basically like it's the the Clamp Cable Network. uh, It's the end of times. And we'd like to thank you for watching our our, our network. Um, We hope you've enjoyed our broadcasting. But more than that, we hope you've enjoyed life. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my favorite was when uh, she pulled the fire alarm and then, and then everyone's, you know, running out. And it, I think it says like fire. Yeah. Well, it's like a fire is in the building. So, you know, preserve, you know, kick it, it to that human need oh, for self-preservation. That's the line. Yeah, Enact it. the age old drama of self-preservation. Yeah. That, <laughs> I, <laughs> or the bathroom where it's like, welcome to the men's bathroom. Any leaves? I hope you washed your hands, partner. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to it's all in the background. It's so great. That was the one I wrote down was the fire alarm. Yeah. There's the other one. The Is it part of the fire alarm where it's like to, to proceed to the nearest exit to escape the danger that is in the building? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one actually goes on for a while. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's like super in the background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone remember what it says when the guy or the woman gets, when the woman is stuck in the revolving door? And they're like working on it. It's something ridiculous, which again makes me think I'm never again. I don't care if it's automated or not. I'm walk, not walking through revolving doors. It's a safety. It's, I totally like. I don't mind the ones I can push, but the ones I can't push. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I don't trust them. I don't like them. Nope. Nope. <laughs> this is why you've never been to illegal seafoods. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific reference. <laughs> oh, hey, first sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come for the revolving door stay for the seafood <laughs> stay for the weird water bugs <laughs> so much for that sponsorship <laughs> damn it fuck them up every time, every time. <laughs> fix it and edit we'll fix it and edit that's right I can pull it out and post it's not how post works <laughs> when he edits no I know oh. that I right over my head <laughs> We can uh, talk about uh, the uh, so how Clamp Cable Network seems to work. So that's the Ted Turner part of Clamp. Yeah. I love that they're announcing like he's like uh, at one point there's an announcement over there and, and tune in tonight for Casablanca in color and with a happier, happier ending. ending. Yep. <laughs> but also so we know that they has like a cooking show. And I think this is like pre-date. Mic- microwave with Marge? Ma- microwave with Marge. Like these are pre-dates are right as like Food Network stuff was starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we have, and I don't know why a cable network would have a, like a local horror host, but I love it. <laughs> you say that like there aren't like multiple ones on, on cable. Like well, you've yeah, got but like, Zachary Lee and. But they and, started as local. Like Spigoli yeah. started local. Like where do you yeah. start local for a cable? Great, re- great respect to horror hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously Joe Dante likes this so much too that he's like, it doesn't even matter if it makes sense because I'm putting no. this dude in here. I mean, that's kind of the MO for the whole movie. Yeah, and then you have a Dracula <laughs> doing news, which is yeah. the best. At one point, Clamp like, just looks at the TV and he's like, Dracula? Because <laughs> he's the only guy left in the building, so he's reporting. And it's a guy that looks exactly like Grandpa Monster. <laughs> yeah. do, like laying out what's happening, the horror show. What's his name? Is Grandpa Fred? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Fred. So close. Yeah. I appreciate that they didn't get Al Lewis for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Well, no, it would have been. I'm pretty sure he was still alive. Yeah, I think it would have been like you don't want to mix that it, real and fake. This, it's, this it's too on the nose. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And that's. I feel like I have like this weird like, like a happy proclivity towards um, people like doing newscasting with like 
their weird shows in these like tragedies. Because yeah. I also love Chris Tucker in The Fifth Element, oh, like broadcasting God. through Ruby the Rod. whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I oh, yeah. just love it. Well, because he's a professional. Mm-hmm. And I don't care all this stuff. He's going to, and he closes the show at the end of that movie. Yeah. He, all that stuff it's happens. So good. It's like, okay, rerun. Yes. yes. Signing off. And, just, <laughs> and I just, between that and then Dracula and this one, like, yeah. I just, I always want like an in universe yeah. broadcaster who should not be there and is there. <laughs> I thought for sure you were going to go with Billy Barty in UHF. Um, Does anybody remember that one now? <laughs> oh, I mean, I no. remember UHF, yeah. but there's like there's a lot going on in that. You don't remember Billy Barty when he's reporting, and but he's no, I remember doing the weird whole, like, ales the Rambo chest. Yeah. Rambo was such a dominant part such a of this dominant. time. Of- they asked Sylvester Stallone's permission so they could have like footage from Rambo and dress Gizmo up as Rambo. And he was like, "Yeah, sure, <laughs> dress that, that furry thing up as my character." And it's not really the first one. It's like the second or third. That whole oh, yeah. like, to, was it to survive the war? You have to become the war. That's that's the gizmo storyline in this. Yeah, that was two. I oh, also oh, had those pajamas. <laughs> God, the eighties are kind of messed up when you think about. It. Yeah, I was an eight. Well, not even eight. Wearing Rambo, Rambo pajamas. How did a movie like First Blood end up with merchandising? I for sure had something that was First Blood Part Two yeah. as a tiny. Yeah, no. Oh, you know what? That, it brings it around to like maybe stuff that didn't need to be commercialized like gremlins, but was anyway. I think if you could make a toy for it, they were going to make it. Oh toy yeah. For yeah. It. So it's, mm-hmm. so then you get that weird mashup. I wonder if John Dante was like, look at this. Look at that. Look at, look at, now you got your Rambo gizmo. And I guarantee they sold get Rambo gizmo. I feel like I had one too. Like I'll, I'll guarantee there's a Funko <laughs> pop of it right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's more merchandise for it now than yeah. there was at the time. It, it's in the air. We are of our generation has decided. Oh, hey, actually, that was pretty good. So, yeah, there was there definitely was some because trust me, I had it. I had, yeah. I had the Gremlins two coloring book as a kid. I think I had like little puppet ones, maybe from Pizza Hut. Yeah, I know I, I had I, elf yeah. puppets, and I feel like they were the same thing where they're like those like almost semi flat ones. Mm. Oh, it's like a nightmare I, dream vision. I think they basically just pulled the ears out on the elf one to be this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think there was a Bruce Springsteen elf. And a Rambo Gizmo. I think mashup right. culture. Oh man, that's where it happened. <laughs> that's, that's where it started. That's where Mall Wave happened. Was, was <laughs> right the there, Bruce Springsteen Elf. <laughs> hey, hey, I earned that damn thing. I read a lot of books, and I got a personal pan pizza. Oh yes. <laughs> and we're gonna pay a little extra for that damn Elf puppet. Yeah. Because of literacy. Elf has a Hawaiian shirt, and he's ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> the two puppet forces of the 80s, Gremlins and Elf. Holy shit, did we go down a rabbit hole? <laughs> um, mine was the Land Before Time, so I didn't tell you. <laughs> oh, well, they were rubber puppets. <laughs> yeah, that's the same. I, I know most of like movie history, I think, through puppets. Um, also, completely support this in every <laughs> way. I also have all my memories like, yeah, and I had a puppet of it. Hey, I had a puppet of it. Mm-hmm. I had a puppet of that. <laughs> you had the best puppet shows. Yeah, I had Boglins. <laughs> Oh, those were creepy. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're like these latex yes. monster those, yeah. faces. They look yeah. kind of like Brian yeah. Proud creations. Wow. They were weird. I literally just bought one like at the last toy show. I, I literally have one because I couldn't. I had one as a child and I wasn't allowed to. And I was standing there. I'm like, I'm an adult now. I'm buying yeah. it. So yeah, I have one now. It's great. Now, I took it to Girl Scout camp with me. Not appreciated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Me and my goblin bog friends. will just be alone again. We love you, Megan. I know. <laughs> the world's not ready yet. It's going to be awesome when you're 40. I know. I can back up these true stories <laughs> for amazing puppet shows. 
So weird merch. Let's let's dive okay. back in. Did anybody have the Gremlins two novelization, or did anybody read it? I had it. <laughs> I saw I saw Adam Kirk up. I'm like, yeah, oh, that, yep, I absolutely had that. What are your memories of it? I don't remember much, but I remember it was parts of it were significantly different than the movie. I don't remember details, but I remember like I was. Like young enough that like my dad read it to me as like a bedtime story. Oh boy. Yeah. And huh. I vividly remember like there are things that got awkward. I've apparently blocked out what they were, but I definitely have that like residual feeling of, oh, this I, got weird. Yeah. I recall a lot of inner dialogue from gremlins in it. Mm-hmm. Wait, inner. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh wait, now I want to read this. Yeah. Like, what, were like, they, what were they thinking? It, well, the weird stuff was Greta gremlin. <gasps> oh, sh- I want this. Oh, I'm pretty sure I still have getting the mind of the legend. (laughs) Somewhere in my parents' basement, that book is still there. Or I just I go home and I go on archive of our own. (laughs) (laughs) It does not exist already, right? Wait, hold on. Yeah, pull it up. up. (laughs) Gremlin fanfic. What is it? What's the top ship? I need to know now. (laughs) Oh my! Oh no! It's electricity gremlin and yogurt. Oh god! I will throw this out there if we want to. Let's close the show with some. Eight oh three. No, I, I'm not gonna. Uh, uh, as the kids say, yuck anyone's yum. Listen, I feel oh, like there will be more I'm on fanfiction.net yeah. over Ao three. Okay. So I'm just right. saying, <laughs> everyone's like pulling up their phones. Yeah. This is over now. So, but I also remember because there's an interesting thing about this movie that we had the in the theatrical cut we had Hulk Hogan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we remember what happened in the VHS? Yes, uh, it's actually it's on YouTube, and at least part of it involves. Uh, they are spliced into like a John Wayne film, the like Duke. they're cattle rustlers and they're yeah, branding yeah. a cat. And then it shoots to like John Wayne saying, get out of here. Yeah, it was um, weird. Yeah. But I remember being in a the theater watching that for the Gremlins, too, when that like yeah. when the film breaks, I'm like, yeah. <gasps> what? I thought, I, yeah. Same. I, I legit thought that something had bad had happened to right, the thing. I, had that I was so dumb being like, what? oh my God, this yeah. is a problem. Wait a minute. Oh they got me. Yeah, completely. It was, so. like, yeah, it's, it's again, Joe Dante going, I'll tell you, I'm breaking the damn film. Like at this point, if you haven't caught on that, like this film is commenting on itself and stuff, here you go. Here's Paul Bartel and the Hulkster. Uh, so in the novelization, if I recall correctly. Oh, geez. Oh, did they just rip pages out? the gremlins appear and start to fight the author and there's a battle over pages of him oh, trying to get control back at the keyboard. That's pretty if cool. I recall correctly. I, I don't, I, I need to dig that. I hope that is the truth. They start awesome. to break the fourth wall and, and something happens and I, if I recall right, that's it. But that, yeah, that, that piece cute. exists and it is actually meta in the novel oh, that's that they're cute. tormenting the, the author. So just j- jumping back to the Joe Dante interview, apparently Warner Brothers did not like that section. And their problem not. was that they didn't like the idea <laughs> of the movie reminding the audience that they were watching a movie. Like it would break that the spell. The reality that, of yeah, Gremlins. Like people aren't aware of this, but apparently that is their reasoning that they didn't want that in there. They're like, they can't, we can't remind, tell let people know that they're watching a movie. I'll tell you what they loved. When that bat gremlin breaks through the wall and makes the perfect Bat. Batman logo, because that was yeah, that was the year before. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, Gremlins Two was supposed to um, compete with Dick Tracy that year because they're like, oh no, Dick Tracy's coming for Batman. We we gotta like we gotta we gotta like put our own thing. Yeah, oddly enough, it was number one. Man, Dick, that was a weird summer. I was gonna say right? this. Uh, this yeah, they opened the same day, Gremlins That's Two and Dick weird. Tracy. Uh, my and birthday party that year was going to watch Dick Tracy. That's weird, right? <laughs> I had the soundtrack 
the Madonna songs. I don't know. Dick Tracy was, it's amazing what commercialization will do. Hey, this character I've never heard of. Oh, wait, now I want like the soundtrack and to watch the movie mm-hmm. with other people from school. That sounds like what coolness is. Can I tell you, we beelined it out of the theater. It was at Stone Ridge. <laughs> we walked out of the theater and went over to Toys R Us, which what a boon that was in the oh, 80s that the God. movie theater was right next door right. to the Toys R Us. Right. And we bought so many shitty Dick Tracy <laughs> toys. They had, I think McDonald's had Dick Tracy toys in the, like, you know what, guys? We got to do an episode on Dick Tracy. It's been a while. Long down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right now I'm looking around the room and half of us have two-way wristwatches. <gasps> <laughs> And yet none of us solve crime. We suck. <laughs> I mean, you, we don't know what we're doing after we oh, leave. Like, yeah, no. no, you're right. That was really disrespectful of me. Yeah, I don't know what you guys do on your off. <laughs> I, I am not fighting crime. I'm causing it. <laughs> oh, she, um, the camera. Oh, no, no, the, the microphone. That's oh, my, no. I would like to give you a really quick update. Uh, the archive of our own oh, has excellent. 28 works so, uh, tagged with Gremlins movies, but only one tagged with Greta Gremlin by name, where she's with someone, help me with pronunciation, of the uh, Goblin King in Labyrinth. Jareth? Jareth. Is it Jareth? It's a Greta Gremlin Jareth ship. I was about to say I'm disappointed, but then you finished what you're well, <laughs> And then, as expected on fanfiction.net, uh, I knew there'd be more. And there, there was at least like 45. <laughs> and uh, the, the most uh, favorited one is a Gremlin 3 uh, fic. And the pairings are Gizmo, an original character, and Lenny. <laughs> And Stripe and Greta. So there, there's two ships working on gotcha. there. I feel like that's some Sid and Nancy shit right there. That's a bad relationship. I don't, she deserves better. Huh. I mean, you can go find it yourself. It's the most favorite thing. Like, I mean, might be some light reading tonight before bed. <laughs> At first you're going to be like, I'm not going to, it's just going to sit in your head and you're like, hmm, hmm. Hmm. Tell me more. Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't be able to sleep. <laughs> Damn you, curiosity. So uh, I, as I'm standing here, I did an odd deep dive. There were actually a bunch of gremlins that were never used. There was rhino gremlin, elephant gremlin. There actually there's concept art for rhino gremlin. He's actually literally looks like a rhino. Large horns, bunch of random stuff in there. Almost seems too normal. Yeah, that's what it was. It, it just elephant and rhino were at least two that were done concept, never actually gone full full strength of the movie. So I got pulled out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luck dragon, gremlin. Yeah, that's... There's your crossover. Oh. Go to fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We can start to draw down if everybody wants to go back to their bunks and check out the, uh, the gremlin yeah. fanfic. <laughs> We're all like, we all got real quiet and into our phones. <laughs> <laughs> got real weird. Everybody got real horny for Greta. <laughs> As you would. I she's mean, designed. She's genetically designed for love. <laughs> Is that right? Voiced by Joe Dante himself. Wow. He did the huh. He did the witch gremlin and the uh, the female gremlins like that. I'm melting. I'm melting. What a world. There's another Joe lady Dante gremlin. All the voices. So that was actually yeah. Huh. Oh wow. I got a lot to think about. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very personal movie. No one can argue, but that's like a whole other little piece to Dante Picardo pairing. What can't Dante do? <laughs> can we just do like a side dive where we just go into Dante movies? Because I really want to do Inner Space now. Oh my oh, god. Inner Space is so good. It's I'm an old Hal Calhan on the Rio Grande. <laughs> Picardo's finest moment. Yeah, he's great. Well, I mean, I mean, they're Star they're Star Trek. I, I I can't. I said what I said. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, he was the absolute best part of that show, but yeah. 
You'll agree to disagree. When he starts freaking out in the face. Oh, no, it's God. awesome. The rubber face Picardo. Oh, I mean, you know that was a fact, though. It doesn't matter. Picardo. <laughs> right. That's his face. That's right. Turns out, no effects at all. That's no. just how good he is. That That yeah. is method. <laughs> he stretched that face out on rolling bins for six months. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just edit out this silence of laughter. <laughs> Brains broke. Wow. You mean broke? I'm over here reading fan fiction. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys? I checked out like ten minutes ago. You know, I just remember I said you're thinking about random stuff. You know, I talk about cameos. I was amazed at the guy that got fired from smoking in that one scene. Remember the guys in the? Oh yeah. Uh, what was his name? Um, theater, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, Henry Gibson. Oh, Henry Gibson. Henry Gibson. I, I, like it's like, oh, does the guy Gibson, smoke? Yep. Like I, I'm going back through a list of like people that are in this movie. I'm like, oh my god, that's right. Like that old guy just like randomly smoking gets fired in there. Like yeah. is, that the, is that that guy from the what the heck? Oh my gosh. So there's like so yeah. many. I think Joe Dante was like, you want, want to shoot for a day? It's come the Dante movie. cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. come on in. Because Henry Gibson was the Burbs too, right? He, yeah, pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, because he was that. That's why I thought brother Theodore, because that was the other guy, the, the long hair crazy guy. Yeah. yeah, the woman doing yogurt too. She's in the verse. So, yeah. the, the 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 usual Joe Dante cast of characters. Yeah, and I think microwave with Marge too, right? She's gotta have been another stuff. Like I don't know the actress's name, but she's like one of those character actors who's just like I, a bunch of stuff I saw when I was a kid. I can't. Oh, I, I love so much how she just progressively gets more and more shit hammered. The, the oh, Julia Child. <laughs> like, like it was already going to be a disaster before the yeah. gremlins even showed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> that terrible chowder she was. Oh, God. Uh, it was microwave. Yeah. <laughs> it was all microwave based cooking. For a second, I thought they were going to multiply in the chowder. <gasps> Goo. And that would have been so gooey. Oh, creamy goo. That's a whole other subgenre of goo. Never touch corn chowder again. <laughs> Chunky, creamy goo. But it seems like they can only like multiply specifically with water, right? Like yeah. that's what the first my complaint with the first one was. They're walking around in snow all the time, and they walk in like, oh, apparently if it's frozen water, I guess we're good. It doesn't melt on something else. And that is like so uh, certain uh, rules. Uh, specifically, uh, pure H two O, nothing else. Don't forget when you question the rules, you get your throat ripped out. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna hurt you, <laughs> you. Then you'll never sing again. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think <laughs> wow I feel it's like a little it's, warm in here I feel like it's time to pull the train into the station it's about 135 <laughs> degrees in here and so, Megan won't stop talking about horror goo <laughs> my nightmare it's too hot for it's goo. very hot and goopy in here yeah. <laughs> so how, how about this let's throw this out there if there were a Gremlin, Gremlins 3. If there were a Gremlins 3. <laughs> Gemmins. If the Gemmins came back. <laughs> in a Gemmins 3. What would you like to see in Gemmins 3? Oh, quick shout out. Gemmins 3 would be the Asylum version. Mm-hmm. That's there, fair. There, yep. there, there's a ten, uh, Gemmin NATO. You know, there's a 10-part prequel coming out TV show for uh, Mogwai. The, it just came but. I just yeah. texted today. There actually was a whole ten-part TV show coming out, a prequel of Gremlins. So I just like the Mogwai are the most boring part, unless we find out that like they summoned Gremlins, like they did like dark blood rituals to make themselves stronger, and instead a curse occurred. <gasps> Guys, I'm writing it. <laughs> if, it's, if it's not that, I'm going to be disappointed. I was going to say, if not, it's fucking Trolls Three. Ah, 
Naga. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get a sidetrack. I just, yeah. yeah. And not like Nilbog Trolls 3. I mean, like Trolls what, World with actual Tour. Trolls? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nilbog. <laughs> okay, so. So, Gremlins 3. In space. In space. Is that where we want to go? Do we want to go to space with Gremlins 3? Mm-hmm. What would be your Blue Sky Gremlins 3? Me? Oh, you want? Oh, me? Yeah, Disney oh. World. <laughs> oh no! Why'd you said it? Because because the, the scene is it's a small world, and slowly but surely, more and more of the figurines have been replaced by gremlins until the people start to know it. And then the she final scene. Right out of my brain. But we're sisters. Oh my, <laughs> my God, God. The, the genes are strong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't get the mic from her fast enough. <laughs> Don't you blame it on Kristen. <laughs> Kristen has been a ninja with that microphone for the past hour. The one thing they won't go to, Haunted Mansion. Two on the nose. Two on the nose. Gremlins are like, no, no, no. Can't do it. No, no, no. Do they multiply Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh my God. They're just like, one one dives in, five come out dressed like pirates. Pirates. That's a segue to mine is I want them on a pirate ship. I don't know why, but I want like a whole thing with like water and the ocean and the ship. That's where I want. I want them with cannons shooting at each other. Pirates of the Penzance. There's your musical. There you want a fucking Muppets Gremlins crossover? <laughs> is what you want? Absolutely every fucking day. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'd watch that in a second. <laughs> I don't know. These are all really good ones. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Gremlins Western, just because the sight of Gremlins on horseback, we get like a like a tantalizing glimpse of it in the movie. I'm like, I want more of that. I want that story. Mm-hmm. So Back to the Future Three, yeah, pretty much yes. Ooh. Okay, so let's just hit up like Gremlins, like the period piece. Kira Knightley's in there. Like <laughs> <laughs> we got Greta Gremlin like in a corset, pride and gremulous. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. Thank oh. you. Oh, look at that! Look at that! <laughs> My vision board. <laughs> oh no, that Mr. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> Papa says if we're not married, we'll lose. It came to me. They'll have little empire dresses on. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You took it there. It's a have the Colin Firth moment where one's come out of water, but then 15 come out. <laughs> and they all have the white shirt on. Before my sister kills herself with laughter. Um, Ocean's Eleven, Gremlins, Crossover. Oh, how didn't I see that before? I didn't take yours. That was always going to be yours. Ocean's Gremlin. There we go. Oh, my God. And different kinds of Gremlins. Different kinds of Gremlins. Inside your head, though, what are they stealing? What's what's their target goal? What's their target? Frozen yogurt. (laughs) That is a good one. It's Um, the Poland Spring Factory. Yeah, that's mom. good. There you go. Yeah. That's great. I can't come up with anything better than those two. That's it'll good. Be, it'll be like a little... It's like a bread pit gremlin always eating. Always eating. Always I, multiple. We're trying to figure out how the Don Cheadle one has an accent. accent like, yeah. how does a gremlin have a, <laughs> like, a British accent? Out. You and toss da-da. us. You had one job to do. And then you but got... But it'd be... <laughs> and then you have the Saul character. If you oh, ask me. There'd be an Elliot Gould gremlin yeah. with gold chains. You better goddamn know. <gasps> Isn't that just Elliot Gould? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Elliot Gould's oh. like, um, got right. you, Elliot. Yeah, boom. <laughs> they torpedoed my casino. Yeah. Huh. Muscled me out. And Sorry, it, I could do the would whole it, thing. Would it be the entire thing? Like, would there be an Andy Garcia gremlin? Or Absolutely. the gremlins would just be the 11 and everyone no. else is human and no one mentions it? And I, no one mentions it. I wanted all gremlins, so all the dialogue is just gremlin. Oh, okay, all Wait, gremlins. Wait, and then yeah. the end think? is the fountain. 
But they don't walk away one by one. They, they jump, jump in, in one by one. <gasps> yeah. Same <gasps> score. Same music though. Yeah. And then they burst out through the fountain, so the fountains aren't water anymore, it's just gremlins. <laughs> now I'm getting my Busby Berkeley musical moment. So either way, like Oh, we are we're yeah. throwing these ideas out there, man. We're giving them away for free. How copyright, copyright. They haven't made a third one yet. We just came up with 15 great ideas. Magnus, did you have one? Yeah. No, I'm not not giving mine away for free. Can't follow that, huh? Dear Mr. Dante, (laughs) in closes a podcast, (laughs) all we ask for is 50% and merchandising rights. Merchandising rights. Oh, merchandising. Yeah, just give me the Funkos. That's all I care about. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Funkos. Not not the actual things, the money from them. I couldn't, yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't give a shit about those you, things. You don't want a George Clooney Gremlin Funko? I want that. <laughs> or what I really want is a Pirates of the Caribbean Gremlin eating the Johnny Depp animatronic Funko Pop. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a good one. I'd much rather go for the Nesca toys line. Their, their gremlin toys are, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You can have the Funko Pops. I actually would, would take the gremlin toys uh, of those quality, ones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> we got those at Comic-Con that one year, didn't we? The, the gremlins that sat in the bags? Yes. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty cool. Maybe we'll take pictures. We're of them open for sponsorships. Online. Yeah, Nesco. <laughs> Spawn Con, we, we, Yeah, we'll sweet talk some stuff. Hey, oh, those are some hot figurines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at it. Like, just like just the way of the detail, the way the light glints off it. It smells really good. <laughs> Did it get weird? Did it get weird? I was say, they taste even better. It's an, right back to AM3. It's important. Figurines can smell up your space as one who has a lot of They them. do off gas a little bit. You get that weird ozone. Yeah, it's yes. weird. I never thought I'd use the word off gas on a podcast. <laughs> weird. We're, we're rated R <laughs> for adult themes. Off gas. <laughs> Farts. <laughs> My favorite thing about this podcast is we can never end it. No, no. So, <laughs> no, no. Let's do the last hard sell for the anomaly. Well, we failed, guys. We got Def Ducks here. Branding's dead. Start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> you can fix it in post. I'm erasing all of this. We should record probably. Oh, shit. Kremlin. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Futterman. Um, <laughs> you lay off Murray Futterman. <laughs> I told you, we're the every Futterman. That's why I didn't uh, get record. So, <laughs> pulling into the station. Thank you so much for being here and talking about Gremlins 2. What do we want to say about the Anomaly Film Festival? I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to our, our Nick Fury of, of the group here, oh, Mr. Adam Lubitow. Ooh. Uh, please join us uh, November 8th through 10th. Showing all kinds of genre movie goodness. Horror, action, science fiction, fantasy, dark comedy. Everything incredible. Join us. If you want to find us us. online, where can you find us? At Anomaly Film Fest. At pretty much all social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Don't worry about the the Tavel at the end. Anomaly Film Fest. Don't have time for the (laughs) Tavel. No. (laughs) Leave that Tavel right the fuck off. Yeah, that's for for older festivals. We're new, we're young, we're hip. Just the fest. Keep it Just moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, yeah. And that's November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Cinema Theater in Rochester, New York. We can't wait to see everybody there on behalf of everybody here. Thank you for joining us for this hour. Can't wait to see you for three more days in November. And for our next movies, it's going to be Hook and then Barbarella. Thanks, everybody.
If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, Nominate Meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to nominatemeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.